y'all. I shuck corn all day long. They call me the Big Bucko Corn Shucko. I run this farm, the whole farm. Four-wheeler, pig squealer, they call me. Oh. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, meet me back here tomorrow. Oh, no, wait, I have polo. Uh, I gotta go. Coming, mother! Good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Scarecrow Schmeave. <gasps> Scarecrow oh. Schmeave. Oh my god. I'm going to be completely quiet. Just Occasionally <laughs> you hear the sound of me rustling in the breeze. That's probably not going to contribute much to this uh <laughs> it's not going to do much to contribute to this podcast <laughs> that's my commentary <laughs> we're like wow that is some incredible insight i, I couldn't have thought about that myself yeah <laughs> so I don't have a lot of preamble for this. Yeah, like you almost want to do like another greeting and stuff, but we literally just recorded a couple minutes ago. We got what done. What are you recording. talking about? Yeah, we waited two weeks. Of course. Yeah. Don't you fucking lie to our fans. Uh huh. Yeah. Why would you do that? It's just what I do. You asshole. Because I'm calling out the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all you. Sorry, right now my dog is just going fucking nuts right now. She's demanding attention, which she never does. She was sleeping, and now she decides as soon as I want to start recording that she needs attention. Well, I, so, I can't see her where she at. But that's okay. She's she's. I want to see Naya. I'm not picking her ass up. Well, move your camera. <laughs> <laughs> Here, there we go. Oh, fucking there we go. Look at Naya. For, 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 for the audio listeners. Okay, there she's on. <laughs> Get off of the cat. Get off. Hey. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I will not only stay on the couch, I will also put my butthole on it. <laughs> she can stay on the couch. She just doesn't, she can't get on the fucking, uh, the, the armrest. Oh, okay. Lay down. Sorry about that. Anyways. What are we talking about today, in. bud? <laughs> well, zero preamble. Not even. We're not even going to welcome people in. No, we're not. We're not going to welcome the new people. We're not going to no, welcome we back the old you people. You told them. You just told them not two minutes ago that they could fuck off, and now you want to try and reel them back in with with good tidings and welcomes. I'm you not really hypocrite. trying to reel them back in or anything like that. I'm just saying welcome. I can. Well, welcome. You can say welcome. To the new people, and I will say, welcome back to the people who are continuing on this journey that we've yeah put ourselves through. And I can do all of that before and after verbally abusing them. <laughs> it's, it's, very it's not, it's not mutually move. exclusive. So I mean, I, I guess you're right. I guess since we're just diving right the fuck in, we have nothing else to talk about. We're gonna be talking about. Boondocks again. Boondocks. He's back. 
He is back. After we a very short hiatus. Yeah, we just his... talked about him, like, how many episodes ago? Like, five? Yeah, with his second album EP thing, Pumpkin yeah. Head. Pumpkin Head? Pumpkin Head P.E. <laughs> I want that group now. <laughs> it's it's just Head P.E. Plus Doing Boondocks. the same songs, plus Boondocks, but they've all got to be Halloween remixes. Yeah. That's what I want. I want it. <laughs> I want I want a Halloween version of Renegade. I want a Halloween version of Let's Ride. Just just come on. You're already this out, out of the uh, head PE songs that I know. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You got out of the first one and I was like, that's it. <laughs> head PE. Everybody knows Renegade. Uh yeah, so Pumpkinhead came out I think in the summer of 2007. Mm-hmm. I think it was in like May or something along that, like that. Um, fun fun little story about this uh, EP for me. I got this album when I was still um, learning Just how to a drive. Small child. Oh yes. Both statements accurate. Yeah, small child still learning to drive. And when I heard about the album, because this is the first Boondock CD that I bought, um, I wanted to go to the mall to pick it up. And I asked my my parents if they they would take me. And they're like, nope, you need practice driving. You're going to drive. I'm like, okay. And at that time, I was like very, very nervous with driving, uh, especially because... The mall that's closest to us, we have to cross the river to get to it. So I was, I hadn't really gone and driven over bridges yet, and it just made me very uneasy. Um, but uh, that was how I had to get my my copy of this. Bought this at Hot Topic. It was like eight Ooh, bucks. Oh yeah. Remember when Hot Topic sold CDs? Yep. Like and and now it's like no nothing. You get you get band T shirts and also memes yeah. <laughs> from Hot Topic now. Um, but yeah, that's how I bought this CD, and I listened to this CD a lot back then. Um, again, being the first Boondock CD I had because I didn't get the Harvest until a little bit later on. Um, and and it's it's short-ish. It is. It's short. It's a psychopathic EP. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's 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 a little bit more on point than your average psychopathic EP. It is just six actual songs. Yeah. And really, so, four new ones. Right. Very, very, very true. Uh, the the title, the title, Pumpkinhead. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Pumpkinhead? No. You haven't? I have not. I actually have. Hmm. As, as somebody who is not a fan of, of scary things, scary movies, uh, I don't know how long ago it was. I, I was still living at home at the time, and... Whenever I used to watch my brother while um, my parents were working, I would just uh, find movies that were free on on demand. Mm-hmm. And Pumpkinhead was one of them. And I obviously was aware of it because of this EP. And I was like, okay, I'll put this on. And oh my God, movie's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's that 80s quality like horror film. Of course. But man, there's like, I don't know. There was there was a kind of like charm to it that I really dug. Oh yeah. Um, 
It's cool. I actually wouldn't be opposed to watching that again. And I know there's like at least like two sequels. I have no idea like how closely tied to the original one they are. But um, does this have anything to do with the actual EP? Fucking no. <laughs> nope. There's there's one tie-in actually, and I will talk about it when we get there. Um, but that's it. Nothing else has to do with uh, with this. Um. There are a, a number of different producers on this. I actually didn't even realize until right before we were about to record. Um, so I will call them uh, as as we get there. Um, say who who produced and mixed and shit like that. Um, right. Whenever we cover each track. And before we start covering those tracks, mm-hmm. one thing we gotta do. One thing we gotta crack open a motherfucking fago. We do have to do that. What do you got? I have had the worst tummy ache for the last two weeks um, because of me not eating properly and just absolutely massacring that cotton candy from last uh, from last episode. Yeah. My tummy's hurting, so I have in my possession a big 24-ounce, genuine, delicious Fago ginger ale. Good call. Yeah. I have about here you? in my left hand a genuine Fago old-fashioned draft-style root beer. Oh, my goodness. Let's crack these bitches open. Let's go. I love that sound. I just realized I really want Fago to make mint ginger ale. Ooh. I love mint ginger ale. So if they made that, choice. Fago, get on it. Track one, Resurrection. And it's an intro that we can talk over. It is. It's literally just spoken word stuff for the most part. Um, It's spooky. Yeah. Get, Get a little voodoo raising the dead thing. It's pretty cool. T- tone setter. Is, is 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 it voodoo or is it is it praying with snakes? It's voodoo. You don't he even says that. it in the next song. Spoilers. Nah, you're lying. Uh, do I have anything on this? Uh, this was produced by Kuma. Huh. And Boondocks. Interesting. Now. We got Fritz. I think Fritz does a lot of the mixing throughout this uh, album. I can see that, yeah. This goes into track two, Pumpkinheaded. For tonight, I didn't believe it. I thought it was just something that made up to scare the little kids. Then when the sun went down, my grandpa fixed the whole family together. And he told us that some outsider folks had done something real bad. He wouldn't say what. He just said that Pumpkinhead was going to be out after him. And that we better stay inside until we got him.
Y'all know what settles on madness, don't you? You cannot even envision in the darkest cataclysms of your fucking mind as it throws you into aneurysms. It's got your blood clotting and your fucking veins rotting. The very sound of my name has got your grave plotting. Cause I was born into this world upon a mission and a voodoo ritual. Got my fucking ass up and kicking and high stepping about to turn this bitch red. Coming up out the ground just like Return of the Living Dead. I'm feeding for your brains and I'm sick as the fever. Try to fuck with a monster, better leave it to beaver. Cause I'm coming for your life. You've been marked by the beast I'ma eat your fucking soul So be prepared to be deceased Close your eyes, turn around Alright, we have us a, a kind of different sound here From mm-hmm. from what I, I feel we're, we've, we've heard from Boondocks thus far mm-hmm. uh, Which hasn't been much <laughs> But this this track right here, well, a a. I mean, we talk about it on this show all the time. Uh, Boondocks' storytelling, I mean, it's in full display here. Uh, but it this track sounds to me, this sounds like a twisted. It in just the way that he's rapping and stuff, the singing on the on the hook. His voice sounds like a synthesis of Jamie and Monoxide just kind of mashed together. Like the ability of Jamie to sing. <laughs> but like kind of like that grit that Monoxide has in his voice. His voice reminded me of the voice that he had for um, Roland Hard. Okay. On Harvest. Uh, so... This is the song that has the closest of anything to do with the actual movie Pumpkinhead. And disregarding the actual, like, name of the song or whatever, the intro itself is dialogue directly pulled from the movie. Oh, cool. So the the premise of the movie is uh, there is a man and his son who live together. And the son uh, is accidentally killed by this group of um, teens, um, I think. He gets like run over by a dirt bike or something like that. It's been so long since I've it's been like ten years since I've seen this. Um and the father is like overcome with grief, and so he finds this woman, and we hear this dialogue as well, um, who knows of this spell to basically punish the kids who killed his son. And that's summoning Pumpkinhead. Um they put this weird um filter on the woman's voice in here and makes her sound way more sinister than what she was in the movie. <laughs> um but yeah the 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 man uh speaking in the beginning is is also directly pulled from there and he's explaining like, you know, oh yeah, we knew about Pumpkinhead. We just thought it wasn't real. Yeah. Um so yeah. It's man, it, I, I kinda wanna rewatch that fucking it, it's 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 got that like, you know, small town myth that turns out to be real thing. Uh, yeah. it reminded me a lot of uh of good old Carnival. Uh play Carnival? Yes, actually. Yeah, the uh like the intro to that literally starts with like a reading of a myth of this small town, and then it shows like this person actually going to the graveyard where that it mm-hmm. talks about, and, you know, he puts the token in the thing's mouth, and Carnival shows up Welcome just like it said. Carnival! I love that game. Yeah, I beat it once. Me too. Took yeah. a lot of money. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those games. I mean, the, the last boss, his name is Ludwig von Token Taker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I spent I spent an extra fucking credit for like the tiniest sliver of his health bar just to finish the goddamn <laughs> game. Just to say that you beat it. And you don't get it you don't get to like start over off of the re- no. rest of that continue. That's it. You beat the game, mm. it takes the rest of your money. Yep. Yep, that's it. But that has nothing to do with this beyond it reminding me of it because <laughs> again, small town myths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cool little like creepy pasta rituals that you do and then like, oh it was real all along yeah i i think that this is a, a really great intro song though i mean it is good uh for for being like the first song that you're hearing uh i mean does this stack up to seven because seven was a really good song to open i mean it's uh, it's a, it's really good they, but they're both very good tone setters so this, this one mm-hmm. you said this was this was a akuma yeah nice S- setting man that fucking... doing that good work that guitar is mm. so good. <laughs> like, Them it, it gives it a very stuff. It's all in there. Yeah, gives it a very like, and and we said this before on the harvest is, Boondocks did do like, he was in a metal group before, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, back in in Georgia. So like, this is something that he is familiar with. He can and he can sing. He can use that sounds, voice. Yeah, it's it's good. It's, it sounds very raw. I like yeah. it a lot. Good work. I'm proud of you, Boondocks. Yeah. So, uh, I think we can move on to track number three. Sleepstalker. actually wrong on the production for the last track um oh it was mixed by akuma but that was actually produced by michael seven summers um which makes a lot of sense actually yeah um (laughs) that's as if you didn't know that's the producer who does pretty much everything for strange music yeah um that definitely sounds like something he would have produced so Mm. yeah my bad on that one uh this however was produced by polar bear Oh, look at that. <laughs> which which I really didn't expect. Uh, and uh, mixed by uh, Akuma and Dr. Punch. Final J. Yeah. So, this is just an updated version of Sleepwalker, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it is. If, if uh, I don't remember. What, what was Sleepwalker on? Sleepwalker was uh, a Hallowicked track. Okay, yeah. Um, I think it was the n- 2000 one. Um, it's been a minute. It was, 
Yeah. But uh, the the difference between this and and that song is Boondock seems to feel remorse <laughs> throughout yeah. all of this. Yeah. He, he um, kill people and he sleep and yeah. Yeah. I really like the addition of uh, Violent J on the chorus mm-hmm. um, in the background. That sounds very, very cool. And it also like kind of bridges the gap between those two songs. I don't know if it was intended to feel like a sequel or, or yeah, a different version of it, but it does to me. It's. And I think so, it's just like a, uh, you know, it, it's a it's a generally cool concept. Mm-hmm. And Boondocks is like, well, I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I love I love the uh, I love the instrumental that's got that like kind of organ sound to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really like that. It 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 makes it sound very eerie. Yeah, um, and and I think Boondocks rides the beat very well on it. For sure. Uh, yeah. It's it's again again. It's just another classic Boondocks storytelling song. Um, very very well told. <laughs> And the, I, I like the, the parts of the chorus, like the way that the chorus is written, where it's like he's, you know, trying to just convince himself that he just dreamed whatever happened. Like, it's an interesting take on it and all that stuff. It definitely gives the, the full vibe of it of like, like, yeah, I'd rather this not be real. Mm-hmm. And also yeah. just reminded me a whole lot of times whenever like I've, you, you know, like whenever you have dreams and stuff and then whenever you wake up, you're trying to like, remember like what actually happened and didn't or like hours later, you'll be like, was that just like a dream thing that I did? Or did that actually fucking happen? It's see, that's harder for me because, um, I don't have dreams that I remember very often. Yeah. And so when I do have dreams, they fucking, they stick out like fucking sore thumb. (laughs) Like that always messes me up because then I'm like, Okay, but no, that was like very realistic. So maybe that was actually something that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've. Uh, I'm actually still like trying to remember whether or not like a book that I think I actually read was, you know, <laughs> actually like a, a a book, or if it was just an amalgamation of things that I've read that showed up in a dream. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's. Mm. It's weird, but, uh, you know, significantly less horrific than uh, what this song is about. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Much easier to deal with. I can just kind of shrug this off. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Uh, Yeah, I I dig this one, though. It's it's definitely a cool song. All right. Moving on. Track four, Southern Nights. No henny, southern nights, rolling up that good, southern nights, hot sticky and muggy, double wide tucked in the woods, southern nights, pitchforks and gravel, southern nights, shooting cans of beer, southern nights, chasing them donkeys, bitch, why don't you and your girl come over the here, southern moon, exposes killers, the southern moon, it's hot like fire, the southern moon. It knows your weakness, trips you up like chicken wire. Southern nights on. Warm and sticky. Southern nights on. Swampy and loud. Southern nights Home on. to the scarecrow, posted up under the moon proud. Won't you take me back? We finally have a track that is like Boondocks' thing. You know, this is this album sipping. Yeah, 
That's <laughs> what it is. Sort of. All right. Uh, this one was produced by Mike Clark and uh, Tina Gross, which uh, we remember oh, yeah. him from uh, Ray 3 Mix. Yeah. Uh, mixed by Kuma, Fritz, and Dr. Punch. And then the guitar and harmonica by Razor Ray. Ooh, I actually didn't know that until literally just now. I didn't either. So, this track is just fun. It's yeah. it's literally just meant to be a fun song. Um, but what it is I'm... not is a parody of Souther- of Summer Nights by Olivia Newton-John and Garbage. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with your wait, life, wait, wait. Boondocks? Wait. What are you doing? <laughs> what a fucking fool. <laughs> truly are the scarecrow if you only had a brain you would have remembered <laughs> anyway you know the missed opportunity that Violin J had by not waiting three more years <laughs> to make <laughs> Wizard of the Hood <laughs> I don't think it would have been as good yeah probably not but anyways, yeah, this is literally just like a fun track. And what's what's weird is I feel like I've never heard him perform this live. And I feel like this would be like a great song to do live. Yeah, maybe. But um, it, I, I just enjoy this song like throughout. Yeah, it's um, not bad. And there is a awesome dueling section towards the end. Uh, dueling guitar and harmonica. Oh, yeah. And again, apparently, upon just seeing that that was Razor Ray from Motown Rage doing both of those, I legitimately thought that that was Mike Clark doing all of that. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I didn't realize that Razor Ray could, could play harmonica. Yeah. It's a cool, cool talent. Stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I it, is, could, it is pretty ridiculous. I wish I could play harmonica. I have one. But yeah, we, we, got, we got him talking about just quote unquote southern stuff. Yeah. You know the, the most southern stuff imaginable. The, well, you, quote, you can't unquote, do southern none stuff. Of, I mean, yeah. None of the stuff in here can be done above the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, no, you cannot. You cannot fuck your girl while fingering her friend. No, anywhere else. No, you you can't you, get roadhead anywhere no. outside of the South. No, it's impossible. No, why would you even think that that was a, an option for you? No. Honestly. It can't be done. You fucking fool. You absolute <laughs> buffoon. What are you thinking? You can't. What are you doing with you, your life? You can't. You can't go to the Waffle House. No. And 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 do what was it? <laughs> I don't know. This is. I think it was them doing quarter mile races in the parking lot of Waffle House. <laughs> is that what that was? Something like that. <laughs> I don't know just, how there's a quarter mile in the parking lot of a Waffle no, House. <laughs> no. Please, someone get Dominic Toretto to find out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I live my life <laughs> one Waffle House parking lot at a time. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. <laughs> I got nothing else, but I just, I like this song a lot. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's the most southern tr- sounding track that we have. It is it is that that thing that I that as I understood it was was Boondocks's thing. 
that's that's a shtick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in in this case, I mean, it's more of just like it's it's my gimmick that I do once at least once an album. <laughs> it, it's like if it's like if Mankind was really or like Mick Foley was releasing albums and like at least one time on an album he had to do Dude Love. <laughs> <laughs> Just once. <laughs> it's, it's, it was in his contract. A, he couldn't. It's, it's, it's he couldn't refuse hidden. because he would. <laughs> it's, it's the hidden track. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. Track five. Suffering. Like a busted nose, red fluid drains down and it stains your clothes. No rest, no street, ain't been fed in days. Down in the cellar, kept you locked away. My one true love, and I said I adored you. Walks in the park, swore I'd never ignore you. We held hands in the dark as the band played. Looked you in your eyes, told you never to be afraid. I knew it wouldn't last, but I wanted you forever. Had to find a way for us to stay together. That's when it happened and the thoughts came clear A smile on my face as I whispered in your ear Come walk with me, walk into the night Sip champagne with me, lay beside the candlelight I took her hand and the last word said I made her mine forever with a blow to the head She lies awake for days Suffering in misery No one to hold her close and give her what she really now, This was... Uh, produced by uh, Mike Clark. That was actually a guess that I had. Hmm. So here we got we got Boonshot uh, continuing the storied tradition of abusing women and killing them under the guise of love or whatever. Classic. Yeah, this is this is literally just another version of Rolling Hard. It is yeah. <laughs> like. That's that's really what it is, but this one is and a little better than Rolling Hard, but yeah, I I figured you'd probably feel it. You you just really didn't like Rolling Hard. It just kind of sucked, is the thing. <laughs> um, in a weird way, this could have been an ICP song. Yeah, I could have heard this, like at least lyrically. This could have been something that was on like Riddlebox or Malenko. Yeah, um, it it has that early ICP vibe to it. Not not the music itself, obviously, but no. Th- thematically, um, yeah. But he's really just talking about how he uh, takes this woman, who I assume is is his girlfriend or something, um, and keeps her chained up and just let lets her lets her die like as time passes i think he actually just kills her straight up actually i don't think that was it was that i I, I think like at the very end of the first verse he does say that he like he like bashes her fucking head in (laughs) the way i got that was he did that to knock her out okay that's possible yeah Um, there's a whole lot (laughs) 
And then in the second verse, it's it's him taking her uh, to I don't know if it's if it's like a, a barn or something or or a basement or whatever. Um, but he has her basically just like chained up and is is letting her just die like yeah. over time. Doesn't even like do it. That's why it's suffering. Like he doesn't do anything to to ease that. Yeah, and it's just. It's written in a very weird way and like mm-hmm. not he's he's kind of jumping all over the fucking place through it. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's what's happening when and why it's it's a very like. Don't don't misinterpret what I say. Like, it's a good song mm-hmm. and it's just how he sets it up. But it's a very uneasy song. Yeah, like. He, you, I don't fucking care about the goddamn joke about like the storytelling. He does paint a very good picture of like his emotions mm-hmm. and what's happening around him, like as this is all happening. Yeah, it it does give a very like uneasy feeling if you really pay attention to it. This is a track that I never fucking cared about. Legit, <laughs> I did not care for this song fucking ever. And hearing it, watching the, reading the lyrics and listening to it, I'm like, this song is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but that's, that's a good thing. That's what his intention is. Yeah. And, and because it's all like through the lens of this, this fucked up dude's perspective and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, things are just really fucking weird in it. Yeah. With the way that it's, he paints, like, you know, this, like the, this woman's like, uh, you know, what, what is it? Like her her demeanor towards it where he's like you know he he acknowledges her suffering but then also in different like sections of it is referencing her in a way that it sounds like where it's just like like no she's with this we're good (laughs) it's a love thing you wouldn't get it (laughs) this is our thing (laughs) it's it's not it's not the same as you know when we had angel like at the end of the harvest Um, well, that was him being bitter about a thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. This this is where the, the, the person in question is in a completely different mind state. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... Believing that this is a, you know, a thing that both... The, believing this is a consensual accepting relationship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was at one point, apparently, and then yeah. he changed that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely a very um it's, it's it's creepy, but because of that like that makes it a really good um a really good song for what he was going for. In my opinion. Yeah. All right. That is the last original track on the album. Yep. Now it's uh it's time for remixes. We're going to start with They Pray with We just can't snakes. get away from any remixes, huh? Nope. <laughs> Anyway, they pray with snakes. Mike Clark.
Satan and the recently departed And abused the congregation since a hundred days rotted Suffering is all around, the stench of death in the air Nobody seems to notice or nobody seems to care It's just an everyday life in a normal routine People walking right by but never notice the screams A backwards philosophy passed down through the ages Generation of murder written down in these pages Of a book overlooked and forgotten in history A place with a secret and surrounded by mystery I believe I, I, I was I was clear on uh, the harvest that I did not care for this song, mm-hmm. and I still don't. Uh, <laughs> I think the production's interesting. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like Mikey Clark did did real good with it, and I think there's some cool stuff going on there. Uh, he's he's jamming on that harmonic minor shit, and that's cool. Uh, love to hear that. But also, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, there's there's some really interesting and cool production but it's attached to this song so <laughs> this is exclusively the version that is performed at concerts that makes sense uh they never go with the original version anymore um i i love this version honestly yeah. um but one thing i noticed while we were listening to this is just obviously we hear you know the snakes yeah, <laughs> it's almost like the I feel like it was typically like a Dirty South thing where like <laughs> in the background of a lot of them, you know, hey, 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 like <laughs> that part always got annoying to me whenever I was younger hearing that stuff. Like I think it was in like a lot of T.I. songs. Oh, yeah. Um, And I feel like I did that here, too. But at least it's not as loud. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, so you don't hear it when he's like actually doing his verses and stuff like that. Yeah, it makes it real well. Yeah. Um, I love though, because they get rid of the the percussion in the chorus the first time, hmm. but the second time it does stay in and it sounds so fucking cool. Um, I, I don't know. I can't really describe like what I what I enjoy about it, but it just I, I like it a lot. And then they take that section. Um, after the second uh, chorus that's uh, the spoken word part and they fucking modulate it so it's like up a couple steps and it sounds very weird I don't huh. understand what the point of that was um, but because well, it's yeah, a remix so you just have to change things I, yeah Mike Clark that's just it. has to change every single thing it's just it's there and they could have they could have just to put like they could have put like a warp on Boondocks' voice for the entire thing and they decided not to. Yeah. Missed opportunity. What the fuck are you thinking, Mike? <laughs> God, God damn, damn it. it. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I really like this remix, though. Yeah. Up next. All right. Track seven. Seven. TJ <laughs> Clay. A vision of the dead in the embrace of back 
woods, motherfucker born inside a tool shed. Mama never loved me, never paid me no attention. Daddy was a rapist, 30 years upstate for the county prison. And I was raised by my own will. Surviving off of scraps and bones, bear traps and roadkill. Spending my days and my nights all alone. And my mind is gone, there's something wrong with my dome. They should've put me in the tomb, I didn't ask for this life. When they cut me out the room with a dull pocket knife. Now I walk with a sight and a murderous ability. The corn fed motherfucker filled with hostility. Cracked out and I'm gone off that moonshine. 100 day to proof why I'm made from a muscadine. Out in these cornfields, learning all these wicked skills. Swinging, slicing, chopping, dicing, country boy, born to kill. A demon spawn, the child of a bastard son. Seven born to seven and the seventh child fathered one. So black full of pain. This is exactly what I was thinking of whenever you brought it up on the last track. I was like, that's, we're going to be hearing that. Uh, so here's the thing. This is the interesting part. I'm looking at the notes right here and it says remixed by DJ Clay. Okay. Music written, programmed and played by Mike Clark. What does that mean? I have no idea. Isn't isn't that the same as produce? <laughs> like it's possible. So maybe this was like a Mike Clark beat that he had for something, and DJ Clay mixed it with like did like put it together with this for the remix for whatever reason. So there actually is. It was at one of the release parties. But this just I think sounds it might like been... DJ Clay's style. Yeah, <laughs> like this doesn't so, sound like a Mikey Clark. <laughs> so the thing is. There, there is another remix of this. Okay. But it was only performed at, I think, the release party for this EP. Oh. Um, there's no, like, there's no version of it you can find online. I'm just, I've heard this. Interesting. So, I don't know if maybe that's what it was and then DJ Clay took it and then tweaked it. But I, I, I could not tell you. I have no fucking clue. Um, my... <laughs> My uh, my one note was going to be pretty much based off of, of your opinion on it. Yeah. So so what what's what's your real thought about this uh, this remix? DJ Clay hears this kind of kind of dark somber track and goes, "Is this a club song?" <laughs> and so we have this A's and everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking get it. <laughs> and <laughs> my my note is beat is dope, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I Here's here's exactly what this I This is wrote. not a version that that they that he plays at shows. I do believe he still does the original version mm. at concerts. Yeah, I'll, I I wrote in my notes <clears throat> Quote, is this a club song? End quote. Seriously, what the fuck? It's like doing cuts over a Pagliacci solo, which I want to hear now. It's, it's Pagliacci. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I still like this version a lot. The, um, I didn't realize that I was looking in the, in the booklet and it said, uh, additional voices by... Uh, Carlito and Savannah Hill. Like the wrestler Carlito? <laughs> no. Like 
related to Rude Boy. Uh, <laughs> Ill. <laughs> uh, I think Carlito might be his son. I don't know if Savannah is also like his. Yeah, I don't know if he has a daughter or whatever, but huh. that's probably what it was. Uh, so I didn't even realize that if that was the way it was in the original song. But they put a real weird fucking effect on it in <laughs> in the beginning of this track. Yeah. But I, I do like this one. I think it's a cool remix. It totally changes the vibe of the uh, of don't the, say. What the original <laughs> did, um, for better or for worse. But uh, but yeah, I enjoy it. There is a, an outro at the end, which is basically just a man uh, walking through the woods, and his breathing gets a bit heavier and heavier, and then all of a sudden he has a sharp intake as he hears uh, sinister laughing in the distance, presumably Pumpkinhead. And what's annoying is... There's this weird effect on the last couple seconds of it mm-hmm. that made me think it was backmasked and something was being said, and it's not, and I don't know what the fuck it was. <gasps> it made me very angry because I was like, "What the fuck was said?" And I try, and I'm like, "No, I got nothing out of this. I don't know." Huh? Like, unless there's a a different kind of effect they put on it to hide it more. But I've no, I could not hear for the life of me what the fuck was said. I don't remember that. But yeah, I'll, I'll just let me let me skip to it. Let's have a look. <sighs> ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a little bit of something. I mean, it's also just very, like, pitched down and stuff, so. Yeah, I could not understand what the hell it was. But, that, that's Pumpkinhead. That is Pumpkinhead. What are your overall thoughts on Pumpkinhead? Overall, um, you know, Harvest, I I thought, um, we had... Our, our good good pal Boonshot showing some promise. And I was like, I wonder where he's going to go from here. And uh, I wasn't really necessarily expecting where he ended up going. Um, but it's, it's interesting. I think this is definitely a stronger showing overall uh, on, certain st- on certain things. Um, like I, th- I think... The, the four tracks that we have here are all pretty strong as far as stuff that wasn't already on a thing and isn't an intro. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think he's definitely showing off a bit more with being able to write a, you know, a cohesive story into a song, and he's doing pretty well on that. Uh, and the overall sound of it is pretty sweet. Uh, it's not like where I thought he was going, because, you know, he was brought on to be that that southern dude sort of and aside from southern knights like everything else is pretty just not that <laughs> it's <laughs> in 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 the sense of the sense of the content yeah because well, his in... voice definitely sounds like <sighs> he's a southern guy oh whatever i don't know he he could be from anywhere honestly every everybody has a weird drawl when they're rapping like it doesn't that's nothing <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't. I think it's pretty good overall. Um, 
you know, thing, things here and there, just eh, whatever. Whenever he tries to be really Southern, I'm just like, I, I kind of just have to roll my eyes about it because it's just like you're trying, <laughs> you're really fucking trying, my dude. <laughs> it's it's like try hard horror core, but he's trying to be bro country instead. <laughs> oh, guys, I, I really am the rapping Luke Bryan. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> Beer and trucks, guys. <laughs> Go <Going> mud. <laughs> Boondocks, do you go mud? Please answer. Right now. Right now. Right, goddamn. You join this call and tell us. <laughs> you son of a bitch. As soon as he like hears that he's listening to the podcast, he immediately comments on the post. <laughs> he searches back and he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I think that it was a wise idea for him to go the route of an EP. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could have been very, very worrying to have another LP so quickly after the harvest, like just a year <laughs> after. Um, the, the, the concern of oversaturation is always a big problem. Um, less back then, more so now. But because um, I don't even think it was a full year after the harvest came out um to where this dropped so at least it wasn't something you know it was still keeping people you know aware of him and not just like thinking he was a flash in the pan with one album yeah um but i think that this is a a really solid ep and there's tracks on here that are pretty much staples for his shows like i believe punk and head is a track that he does at shows and i think that suffering is as well um and again the remix of of pray with snakes is is the one they use from now on yeah um but it's i I think it's a really well done ep and yeah i think could have maybe done with one more new song maybe just to to help pad that out and see what else we got out of it but the seven tracks that we have here are just fine yeah it's uh it is good. I, I think I I'm really getting to a point where I'm just like, just please just do EPs <laughs> like, with everybody. Because, yeah. You know, because here's what happened. It makes you have to look at your stuff and say, what is actually good here? Editing. The, the, the problem, the problem. Is, I don't edit it. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Editing. I don't know. What you, I don't know what editing is. Never no. heard of it. The, no, the problem being whenever they're wrong and choose the wrong ones <laughs> but uh no this this was very good because what happens with this is that you don't feel the pressure to fill in space to make an entire album mm-hmm. so everything that's here is really fucking strong polished and you don't you don't have to sit there and be like well i have this half finished thing i might as well finish it up without really putting much effort into it and get it out there gotta fill in the space on the album and uh oh we're one song short better make something that except actually a lot of a lot of of quick running quick writing things uh tend to be weirdly successful uh yeah the song the real slim shady yeah which was made like in the span of four hours love gun was written on a plane ride nice hmm nice yeah 
but yeah, yeah that's a. Uh, we, I, I think we, I think this is good, and also it's just easier on me to listen to it. Uh, yeah, so I mean, to... I've I've I mentioned this that like I'm starting to appreciate EPs because you know not having to dedicate a lot of time for something like undivided attention um, for these sometimes is very difficult. Yeah, and EPs I can just like, all right, I'm fucking focused. Yeah, this is like. 30 something minutes long let's fucking go yeah we are um, unfortunately 14 years too late to to change the course that we're on uh, <laughs> so this advice is not going to reach them in time to save us nope but for this particular album it's it's good that they did that <laughs> boonox wouldn't do another ep for another like 12 years god damn it boondocks 12 or 13 years god damn it boondocks <laughs> so get in here so just, i can yell at you god damn it just <laughs> so that's it uh what are your top three <sighs> probably pumpkin head and sleep stalker uh, probably just go right into Southern Nights. I think I'm gonna take the same, um, which is interesting because I I really did like the song Suffering. Like the more I was thinking about it, but I think I'll go with the same for now. Um, and as much as I praise the remixes, I kind of just want to leave it as like, eh, what are the the good ones on here? So, what are what are we eliminating? One of the remixes. <laughs> I feel like if I was, I if like I was gonna, seven. here's the thing. Seven is probably the one to get rid of. It is as like I, I don't like they pray with snakes as a song and all that stuff, but the remix is like it does do well for it. Yeah, you know? and I feel like you and you actually dug the original version of Seven. I really like the original Seven. It's a really good yeah. fucking track. <laughs> so I'll I'll actually agree with you on that. We'll also get rid of seven. Despite me really, really liking the remix, if I if I have a gun in my head, this <laughs> probably the one I would get rid of compared to the previous snakes. And that's so, yeah. that's Boondocks Pumpkin that Head. Is... Yeah. Not bad, you know? No, nope, it's a that, cool that, fucking EP. That that Boondocks kid's going places. You say kid and he's like older than a couple of the other people that we've already talked about. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, this you, child. The, the, this the fuck? baby scarecrow. <laughs> Dearest uh, listeners of the show, you can let us Hi. know your thoughts on this EP. You can. You, you can hit us up on pretty much anywhere uh, that is a social media site with the exception of MySpace. Yeah, but you could use, like, Facebook. Which is Juggalo Judgment. Or, say, maybe Twitter? That is at Juggalo Judgment. Uh, we got the F. We got the bird site. Yeah. It's one with, like, a camera on it, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just pictures everywhere. Yeah. It's Instagram. Instagram, that is uh, Juggalo Judgment. Immediate grandmothers. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> if you wanted to write us a letter, but we're not giving our address out. No. And we don't have, a, we don't PO have a PO box. box. <laughs> you can send it, like, 
maybe over the internet. Yeah. Uh, through the electronic mail. Email. Juggalojudgment at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then, there's two of us here. Yeah. And we we share Told a show you. account, but mm-hmm. we also have accounts of our own that we don't yeah. share. Mm-hmm. For example, I have my own personal Twitter account, at <gasps> Shmeeve. Oh my god. Did you know that I also have my own personal Twitter account? What? It is at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. This motherfucker. I keep considering actually changing my Twitter handle, but I'm like, I've been, I've been this Twitter handle for like the last 10 years. I kind of just got to keep it like that. <laughs> uh, and if you would like, I also have a personal Instagram that I'm on very frequently, actually. And that's Straight Edge Juggalo. Yeah. Yeah. There you you can also it. you could also do some some cool stuff like leaving us reviews. You can leave on us your reviews. podcast uh, uh, platform of choice. Mm-hmm. iTunes is a big one, so go ahead shoot us shoot us a review. We prefer five star one. Um, but you know, be honest. It's Sometimes all we look at we those. Can, we can we can take it. I don't care. At least Shmeev can. So, I mean, I'm sensitive. <laughs> I like praise. It gets me through the day. And also, by this point. You can support us on our Patreon. You can do that. Juggalo Judgment. On, on Patreon. On, on Patreon. Holy shit. They said it could never be done. That. We probably had it before the last episode went up, but yeah. I just didn't think to talk about it. No. This it's is, probably been up for a while at this, this point. We just don't look, know. <laughs> look, guys, this is... We're trying our best. It's a tough business. We, we got a lot of shit going on. It's hard to, like, even get the Patreon going. It is. I don't know. There's, like, tax laws or something. It's been an endeavor. I have to think about all of this shit. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> but you can support us on there, and we'd appreciate it if you if you feel like it and you have the ability to do so. That's cool. And, uh, We're... yeah. I think that's it. Right on. Did we do it? I think we did it. I think we did. We saved... Whatever. <laughs> save save this, the world. This, this episode went out with a fucking whimper. Holy <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that means that there's only one left thing to do. One left thing. One thing left to do. Let me switch this can to my other hand and finish your fakers. <laughs> Done. Peace out. Southern Nights. Going to the dope house.